Today's episode of Magic Moments is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find an intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Why don't folks name that boy that after name? No one from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass until this you left hand side. Right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now. Somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition. This is episode number 136. I am still your host, Yusuf Ali, coming to you live, like, live, live-ish, kind of. Li- I'm alive. We're alive. It's 10.07 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here in TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Malcolm is in the building. Um, as another pillowcase production. Um, this week was fun. Uh, like I said last episode, this was Jill's birthday week, and I had a show um, this weekend. And so we had shit to do, and it was, you know, plenty news, so much news. So with so much news and that much to do, let's just get right on into it. Until you reach the top of Shut Fuck Mountain, where there are no more fuck ups to shut. Melmo, we back in this bitch. Um, like I, like I was saying in the beginning, uh, it was Jill's birthday, and it went exactly how I wanted it to go. Everything went as planned. Uh, we were supposed to throw, well, I was supposed to throw her a birthday dinner, surprise dinner, that she kind of, ru- not ruined, but forced to change the plans because talking to my my co- my birthday coordinator, Jasmine Lee, she was telling me, relaying me stuff she was saying to her, and one of the things she said to her was she didn't want to go to dinner anywhere with fries. 
So, meaning she wanted to go somewhere a little fancier. So that turned the whole seafood surprise party into a one-on-one fancy restaurant birthday dinner. Cool. And we ended up getting fries anyway, except they wasn't called fries. They was called truffles. But they was fried. So um, we got that. The next night was the party. Now, in her, as far as she was concerned, she was she had made a playlist, worked on it, you know, for weeks, for at least a week, at least a weekend. Um, and she was wanting to go to the party, maybe um, move some chairs out the way. Yeah, I think she had told people it was BYOB. I think she had put on the flyer. Just she just gonna throw it her apart. So she wanted to be there by nine, not knowing that I had put some money on uh, the cake and decorations and whatnot, and food and um, Jasmine and TJ put up some money and they got there and they decorated real nice balloons everywhere, big big giant J-I-L balloons and gold um, the cake, the food had a DJ so everything was cool the party, she didn't know that that was going to be looking like that, she didn't know it was going to be set up she told me she wanted to be there by 9 I'm like no you got to be there at 10 she's like 10, what you mean 10 We got no, I want, I want it to be set up with people coming in and all that I told people to start at 10 I need to be there at 9, I'm like listen trust me trust just trust me we gotta be there at 10 and she was skeptical she just really didn't realize why she wanted to be there at 10 instead of 9 but when we got there I know she was excited about it and everything was cool it went down it was awesome um only thing she didn't like and I knew it was not being able to DJ because I know she really wanted to play those songs. She wanted to hear them loud. It's one thing to hear it in the car, but she wanted to hear it loud. So I guess for the next couple times we in the car, we can play her playlist so she can, you know, I can play my playlist. The other 92% of the time I'm in the car by myself. And I know I ain't tripping. Let her get her playlist off. But that was dope. Shout out to everybody that came out. Shout out to everybody involved. I'm not about to do no listing names. Everybody know. Who y'all, y'all saw the video. Y'all want to watch the video on my YouTube, whatever. You can see who all was involved. And I don't have to shout them out. They on video. Um, find yourself, tag yourself, or whatever. Um, what else I want to get? Oh, the show I did. So... This was a follow-up. Now, last week I went to and did that show. Like I told y'all, it appeared that it was like, it had like an open mic feel where it was just comics coming in that I don't know if they was on the list or not because I don't, I, I didn't know any of them except for Anya. So we were just there. The host was throwing people up. No particular order. And I thought it was loose, kind of like loose like that. Cool. So week number two come, dude asked me to do it again. All right, oh cool. I don't even got a text, dude. Just gonna show up. So I show up, me and Jill, to the comedy show like I've done, we've done a million times before. 
1.1 million times before. This dude say, oh, she can't get it for free. I said, she with me and she a comic. Oh, yeah, say the same thing. Yeah, she, she a comic. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, ain't no, ain't no plus ones. So immediately her attitude is sour. I'm pissed off because it's some bullshit, number one. The comics don't pay for comic shows. We just don't. Comics just don't do that. And uh, fun fact, right quick. I know Linens and Things was a was a store when Biggie said that. Linens and Things. Anyway, um, so they get she like fuck that. I just wait in the car, you know, see if you can go up early, which I was gonna do anyway because we were supposed to go to Nile's show, but then. Uh, when I told her it was in Santa Monica and not on Santa Monica Boulevard that changed up the whole you know that changed the whole plans anyway so she went back and sat down and I went up second and we got the fuck out of there and to be fair it was a good crowd it wasn't the same open, open mic atmosphere it was actually like packed it was a seat. It was an ass in every seat up there, and it was a real good set. I really wish I wouldn't have mind having it on, on video as opposed to just audio, but whatever. And now the now the dilemma is now that we know how this dude operate, she was she don't fuck she would hate him, slimy, sneaky, janky promoter motherfucker taking all the money at the door, not paying the comics, which is true. He doing all that. But at the same time, that crowd, and as a as a as a as a as a attention whore that most comedians are, at least at least for our stage time, stage time whores, we will do some bullshit to get on stage, meaning perform for free with uh, immense talent that should be compensated. But you know, you want to. Especially when it's like I say, a, a full room like that. You paying me or not? Let me. I want to get up here and talk this shit right quick, and it feels good. It just don't feel good to not get shit, not a drink. God damn, gas money. Can you pay for my parking? Can you give me the, the two dollars back I put in the meter? Shit. But um, that was that. So going forward, I can't say I won't do the show. Like if he texts me this week. I don't got shit to do on Saturday. If he texts me this week and asks me to do the show, I'm going to do the show. So, I'm just going to be mad about it just like I was today. <laughs> about not getting paid. Because like I say, week number one, he wasn't there. Wasn't nobody taking no money at the door. It didn't seem like it didn't seem like nothing but a little show. Oh, this is going to be cool. But once I know it's a motherfucker taking money at the door and not paying... Let's just put a whole new mindset on the, on the you know, just fucks it up. Man. Um, saw some old school shit. You know how they do like you know when you when you on Google and then they had those like bullshit ads and it'd be like, oh, look at these things we used to have. In the 60s that we used to advertise like it was normal. I mean, he didn't say it like that, but that's the gist of it. 
one of the things they had fucked me up. They had a, I guess before car before car seats or maybe during car seats. Maybe this was the competition to car seats. They had car hammocks. You're supposed to put tie this motherfucker up from one end, one side of the car to the next, and have a little motherfucker sitting in it or laying. I guess ideally. So they can slingshot his ass all in the cabin of the car if you slam on the brakes or some shit like that, hit you in the back of the head, and now you hitting the, the gas instead of the brake. Now you're gonna crash into the car in front of you, all because you want to put this little motherfucker in a hammock in the back seat. That was failed, uh, failed accessory number one or item. Then they had another thing. It was like you know how you see the kids. With the uh, wrists tied to their to they, to they parents. This was like a tether to the chair. So the kid is standing on the front seat. With his arm. Tied to the motherfucking chair. Oh so now we hit some shit. He just gonna bungee through the fucking windshield. And hit that bitch twice. This is some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen. So luckily this did not you know, was not a popular item on the market and we don't have this to this day and we don't have too many of those accidents reported because that's what exactly we was going to have if those two products would have hit the shelves and hit the store and hit the street. Um, what else before we get into the news? Oh. I don't know what... This could be news. I don't know where the place is. I'm going to put it right here, though. Oh. So, a white dude, white kid. Get what he calls Pop Smoke Braids. Now, if you know who Pop Smoke the Rapper is, then you know what his braids look like. You know, shaved on the side. Oh, very low on the side, if not shaved. No, he had braids all the way through his head. They just the way they was braided on top, like a certain style, like they flat, then they come out. And on this video, TikTok video I watched, the white kid says to another white man, they say white people can't get pop smoke braids. And then, in time-lapse video, this white man proceeds to, for lack of a better word, put grease in this white kid's hair and braid his hair. So you got a white man braiding another white boy's hair. It's amazing. It's the most 2023 thing I've ever seen or one of because if you would have told me in 2003 that that was going to be a thing I wouldn't have believed it because you just I just wouldn't have believed it it would have been one of those things I had to see to believe 20 years later I've seen it I believe it and that's cool unless that white boy grows up to be a racist and then it's like oh But I just I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's possible to 
to be that committed to having your hair braided, you can't then be against black people. That's one of the, that's probably the blackest thing you can do other than you know getting shot by the police. So you can't hate black people at that point. So shout out to the white kid with the pop smoke braids. And the white man that braid is here. And that white stuff they use to make it look like that. Saw so Lil C's saying that he don't want to talk about Biggie Smalls no more. Oh, really? And what the fuck you think we need you here for? Why do you think you at this interview, at this podcast? It's because of your relationship with Biggie Small. You are you fucking serious? Then get the fuck out. We don't we never cared what you had to say in the first place. We just wanted to hear Biggie's story. We just wanted to hear every single thing you could possibly tell us about every single minute you spent with Biggie Small. Now, it's 2023. Biggie was only 24 years old. When he died, he was only famous. What well, he died in '97. His album came out in '94. First album came out in '94. We probably heard him rap for the first time in '92. So let's say he was full legit famous for four. Let's say four years. You were a teenager on the street that hung with Biggie Smalls for those four years, and maybe two or maybe maybe two years before that maybe let's say three let's, let's be safe let's just let's say seven, be three so you have seven years of biggie small stories that you can tell since 1997 2023 that's a full 24 years so we're pretty sure that you exhausted every single little story you had to tell about biggie by now anyway so just say that just say I don't have any more Biggie stories to tell. But don't say I don't want to talk about Biggie. Because that's a that's immediately going to... If, if, if I'm a podcast guy and I got a little C's, I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to get a little C's up here to talk about Biggie. And if you come up here and say, I don't want to talk about Biggie, then get the fuck out of here. Who are we going to talk about? Like Fresh Will, uh, Jazzy Jeff saying, I don't want to talk about Fresh Prince or Kid saying, I don't want to talk about play. Get the fuck out of here, man. Salt don't want to talk about Pepper, huh? Run can't talk no. I don't want to hear, don't ask me shit about DMC. Fuck out of here. I think that's it. Yeah, I'm just mad at Lil C's for having the, the audacity to say I don't want to talk about Biggie no more. Fuck you, Lil. Get the fuck, get the fuck on in. Go on back and sit on your stoop. Shut the fuck up and take off that Jesus piece chain. McDonald's got me 
Bro, my luck. What the fuck, bro? Dude, this is roach eggs, bro. Bro, McDonald's got me fucked up. Bro, them roach eggs, bro. I ate this shit, bro. Fuck. And so moving on tonight is we have to tell you also, you know, like other news that's happening in the area and across the, you know, the area. All right, before we get into the news portion of the podcast, I just want to remind everybody that this segment is brought to you by Sports Drink and the good people over at the Preserved Pot Academy, where their goal is to teach you how to get the most out of that bag. Rule number one, don't throw those roaches away. Those are not cigarette butts. There's fucking weed in there. Leave them in the ashtray. Put them in your pocket. Put them back in there with the rest of the, the other buds. Do something, but don't throw that shit away. I threw a roach away. What was I just at this weekend? Oh, at that at that uh, at that show, and I was like, "Fuck!" I kept my motherfucking tripping. Anyway, I mean, that's the show, the party. Don't throw no roaches away. Oh yeah, the show too. No, the party. Then bottom line, don't throw no roaches away. And uh, speaking of roaches, I do have two or three lined up because I just, you know, I could roll up again, but I don't. That's the whole point. Anyway, let's get into some of this news. Saw a lady get run over twice by the same car but like it seemed like the first time was by it seemed like the first time was on purpose and the second time was an accident and I know y'all saying "How? what the fuck because okay this is what happened the lady was crossing the street and the car was coming and at some point The car and her both stopped. Now, I don't know if it was a miscommunication and he told her to go and she thought she told the car to go and they both went again and then she got hit. And then the car stopped and then all of a sudden just took off and then she got like pinned under the car. So, that's why I say the first time looked like it was on purpose. The second time was a clear mistake because they say, you know, the lady got out or the driver, the dude got out. And he, didn't, he didn't try to take off or run and he, he ain't try to like play it off like he ain't do the shit. So it was a mistake. But if she was trying to get some money like that first hit, she would have got it. And that second one, now she gonna need it. She would have been faking those hospital trips after that first hit just to, you know, fatten the checkup a little bit. I think they say you got to, the more you go to the hospital, the bigger the settlement be. But she wasn't counting on that second one. So scammers, beware. I'm not saying that she was scamming, but if she was, 
she she didn't do it right. Keep hearing about robots and shit. Um, I see a video of a robot doing construction work, which is really is really he wasn't doing construction work. He just went and got a hammer, and then went and got a board and brought it over to the dude who needed the hammer in the first place, which he really did need a hammer. He just needed a reason to go had a robot go get the hammer because he gonna say, "Oh man, where I must have forgot my hammer." Like real like fake in need tone of voice. So then here go the robot to go get him the hammer. And then I guess just being helpy helperton, he didn't ask for the wood. It just went and got him the wood. So I guess they saying the robots pretty soon going to be able to do like labor. I don't know if that's going to help or hurt mankind because they can work, you know, some of the robots can help and work alongside us. But I'll be damned if the robot's job is just to carry boards from here to there. And y'all could hire another motherfucker to carry those same boards. That's gonna be some bullshit. Ah, break the fuck out that radio. I mean that robot. Just to keep somebody else working. I'd be a fucking martyr. Oh, uh, you know, Yusuf, that's a dude that got fired for fucking up all these robots. If it wasn't for Yusuf, you wouldn't have a job here right now. He fucked up all those robots. He did some weird shit to make them not work. I don't know what he did. They don't work no more. You do. You know? Um. So, uh, a, a very unlikely video. Um. Dude broke up a fight with a ninja sword on the bus. Which if you if you want to fight and somebody pull out a knife, you might be like, oh, you might still it was two of y'all too. Actually, he broke up an assault. It was two dudes trying to jump one dude. He pulled out the fucking sword. So, like, like I say, that same dude pulled out like a, a a switchblade or a folding knife or some shit, or even a hunting Bowie type of Rambo shit. They would have been scared, but they would have probably been like, "It's still two of us. He ain't gonna stab everybody." But if you pull out some Leonardo shit, that's the one with the blue rag, right? Yeah, if you pull out some Leonardo shit on a motherfucker, the assault is over we gonna halt the assault cause this motherfucker is not playing and that's exactly what happened it's, it was it was such a game changer that the dude who was about to get jumped was like let me see let me let me stab these motherfuckers he said no no cause you probably gonna they gonna take it from you you see how I'm holding this bitch I'm holding this bitch like Assassin's uh, Creed you're not gonna try a motherfucker who holding that bitch in the proper way. Like, you're gonna be holding it like it's a fucking uh, a sharp bottle. They're gonna beat your ass. No. They ain't coming at me while I'm holding this bitch like it's, like it's, like it's a bow and arrow or the fuck. However the fuck pose I'm in. Ninja ass pose. 
got an update on uh dogs doing fuck shit. Uh, I told you about the dog um, driving into the dude's car and fucking up a car. Now this dog's and shot his owner in the back, killed him. And it's like y'all keep on with these fucking how smart these dogs is. They they going all right. They showing y'all how smart they are. And I'm wondering, it actually, it answers questions I had. Because I see people feeding dogs, like, regular food and, like, cooking dog food and cooking shit for them and, like, they regular people or, like, something like that. And it's like, no wonder. Because you got a gun and a dog in the house. You better get to it first. You got damn right you cooking little chunk little steaks a chunk little chunks of steak and whatever the fuck else this dog want cause you might get shot alright go ahead on with the dog the high heel bandit got arrested which to me high heel bandit you know that was easy because she wore high heels. Ah, oh, high heel bandit. Another little characteristic they, they 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 pointed out was that she stunk because she was homeless. So yeah, she had on high heels, but she was homeless and she stank. And ain't nothing like putting some nice clothes over stank because it. It confuses people. Because everybody smell it. But they like, it ain't no way it's coming from that outfit. Trust me, I've been there. i tell you what happened. Quick time. Matter of fact, nope. i tell you what happened later. But yeah, it, it, I will come back to this story. But what I'm saying is, to have on a nice outfit and be stinking. That's probably how she pulled off the robbery, too. Because it's deception. You come in there, motherfuckers' eyes watering and shit. You ain't even got to use no gun like she did. They said she just kept her hand in her pocket using note. Shit. If she got close enough for a motherfucker to read a note that she got in her hand, they can smell her. And that's a deterrent right there. That's gonna that's a step back right there. All you got there at that point is reach around the corner and grab the money that's there. You might not get a whole lot, but you can get away with that four or five times. That shit gonna add up. Like High Hill Bandit. Did y'all get robbed by that High Hill Bandit? Who? That stinking ass motherfucker that came in here? I don't know what kind of shoes you had on. This motherfucker stank. You uh, know. I heard a... Comedian, I can't remember. I wish I would. I, if I had, if I knew the name, I would give him the shout out. But they were saying that you never hear about like firemen fucking up people, like the police do. Which is he right? I think that was. I want to say that was Mike Paramore. Shout if that was. That is shout out to Mike Paramore, Cleveland. 
Cleveland zone. But he's talking about firemen don't really fuck people up. If it was him. Or let's just say the comedian. The comedian was talking about firemen don't really fuck people up in the way that they could if they wanted to. Which is true. You just don't hear about it. Like, right now with the Memphis shit, I just saw another video of some other, some California, some cops out here stomping a motherfucker face in. Like, cops is doing some fucked up shit. Like I say, you'd be surprised firefighters are not. But you, you know who more surprising? I guess they like, you know what? We can fuck some shit up too. We can fuck up some people. The paramedics. You never hear about paramedic brutality. And it happened. These motherfuckers got fired and arrested because they didn't put a motherfucker on the gurney upside down. Well, not upside down, but face first. This motherfucker is laying on the gurney face first. And he died. They killed the fuck out of him. Because of course he did. He can't breathe if he's strapped down to a gurney face first. Like he can't turn over if he wanted to. He can't expand his chest. And you know they took the long way on some piece of shit. Shit. So of course by the time he get there he dead. And just on the one hand that's sick and disgusting and despicable and how could the paramedics who are literally there to save your life end your life on purpose and at the second time on the same hand on the other note on the same hand on another hand on another note you gotta be impressed cause that's a that's a hell of a first And, I mean, people want to be the first to do something. So, I mean, again, I'm not advocating the things they did. It's horrible. But that's a hell of a first. If somebody else do that again, it's going to be like, oh, man, you're just trying to be like, you know, Jerry. You remind me of the time I heard about a dude tying a rope to the gas pedal to pull the trigger of a rifle to kill itself and then find out that that wasn't even the first time so it was like but this shit that's that's a that's a unique unique way to go out um anyway um speaking of going out his wife shot her husband in the hospital because he was terminally ill and he asked her to do it like on some you know if you love me you'll do this shit and she did it and she going to jail because you can't I mean no matter no, no, I don't give a fuck if a motherfucker is in the electric chair like mid electric mid shock like they just hit the switch if you a victim a family of the victim or some shit like that and you come running up in that motherfucker and shoot him in the head you gonna get charged with murder 
You just can't. You cannot be responsible for taking nobody's life, no matter how much they ask. And it's, it's, it's also a setup. To me, if I'm hurt, I'm thinking, what you mean shoot me in the head? Yeah, I know you fucked up and this yeah, that's fucked up. But what what the fuck if I shoot you in the head, that's gonna fuck up the insurance. And I'm gonna be in jail. And he probably like, duh. So like maybe that's what he wanted to do. But either way it go, that was super fucked up. Uh and she going to jail. What y'all say? She she probably don't understand why she going to jail. But like I said, you can't be the one to make motherfucker not exist no more. So, could have just waited it out and maybe got a check. Again, that might be motive for him to tell her. Hey, you probably know that you know that last insurance payment check bounced. Or it bounced that day, or he, like he got a notice, and he's like, oh, "Honey, yeah, 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 I know I'm dying and all that, but look, just take me out, man. I get it. You know." And then the rest is fun. Um, I know it was various levels of domestic violence depending on how old you were. I thought domestic violence was domestic violence. I mean, because you married, that's domestic. And you being violent. But apparently, if your wife, husband in this case, is of a certain age, then it's called elderly domestic violence. And I guess it makes sense. It makes sense to add on extra, like, extra shit they got to say in court to kind of like sway the jury a little bit. Because it's one thing if y'all both 45 and you go in there and it's like, domestic violence and the jury is like you know like let's hear him out but when you 69 and some over she's with a or the victim like 69 and you and you 42 they like alright this motherfucker trying to get some insurance money assigned a piece of shit and they a piece of shit so not only they beating up their spouse they beating up their old spouse I guess that's the difference. Got a couple updates from past stories because it's like you bring the shit up once and then or you see the shit once and then it just it becomes a trend or some shit like shit just keep happening and um had another workplace attempted kidnapping and I told y'all about the the drive through this one don't top the drive through which to this day is probably the most impressive kidnapping attempt <laughs> which is a fucked up uh thing to be like a fucked up way to be known or a title to have them man. I, you know you know me I you know uh Terry Terry Smith you know I got I, I'm in the record books for the most fucked up kidnapping attempt ever yeah that that's me but this one was close 
this dude was at Home Depot, which is always full, always people coming in and out. And he left his car running in the front and just going to try to put somebody in the truck. Why they got their orange vest on? At least try to put somebody normal in there so it can look like a, like a dispute, like a father-daughter dispute, like some shit, or, or like a, a husband, young wife misunderstanding type shit. But come on, man. You trying to drag me in my fucking work clothes in this motherfucker? So that's that so ladies watch out no, again no matter where you're at it's behind the window of a drive through in the doorway of a fucking Home Depot keep your eyes peeled hand on your knife slat or mace or 22 or whatever the fuck you got to keep a motherfucker up off you Got another jail on purpose update. Uh, every week, every week it seems to be at least this year so far. A little bit of last year. It's somebody that just wants to go to jail. I don't know if they want to just see how it feel or see if it's as bad as everybody say it is. I saw Oz. I saw fucking um, Penitentiary 1. I didn't see 2, but I saw 3. Uh, like, what the fuck do they think is going on in jail? Anyway, motherfuckers, it's, 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 they keep doing shit to go to jail on purpose. One motherfucker um, called 911 for no reason. So that was one charge. Then when they got there, he found himself in the back seat for some shit. So he decided to shit in the back seat. Another charge. Then fought some cops when he got to the station. All type of charges. So I don't know if he just really wanted like shitting on the police was a but. It seemed like more so the shitting on the inside the police car was the was the goal, not necessarily going to jail. Going to jail was a sacrifice for shitting in the police car. So okay, at least in in this guy's sake. I get why he went to jail. It just didn't seem like he did it on purpose at this point. That might, that was just more of a, a bucket list. Going to jail is just like I said, a side effect of his bucket list. Um, the other dude, he got pulled over for speeding. Come to find out he don't have no license or registration or insurance or or one of the crucial things that you should have while you're driving. Maybe maybe it was a tail like something didn't work, something. But the cop said, I'm gonna let you go this time. Get that taken care of. And as he's leaving, pulling off from the, the cop telling him to take care and have a nice night, he gunned it and went to jail. So again, these motherfuckers are seeing these TikToks and all these little, little tournaments and act outs and instruments and TVs and fashion shows going on in jail. And motherfuckers is like, you know what? And that's free. I'm paying $1,500 a month here. 
got I gotta be the motivation. We wanna be jail motherfuckers. Um, you know what? One more thing and then we can move on. So a kid getting disciplined. I don't know what country they was in, but it was like a punishment. It was a, it was a Middle Eastern country. It looked like judging by the outfits and the skin tones. So, but this kid was what I don't know if it was a college or a high school or something like that. But the kid was in a headlock, getting like slow elbows dropped on him. But then eventually, a real headlock while being asked these formulas and shit, this chemistry type shit, whatever the fuck. And it, it, it lets you know that's why we down on the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to fucking learning and advanced students and school and all that shit because if the threat this is so easy to, to, to see if, if you attach a physical threat versus a reward to grades can you imagine the straight A's and one or two B's that you might get if a kid is at home like I need to get this shit done because I can either get paid or get my ass whooped either way it go I am doubly motivated Shout out to that. Yeah, I guess it's not the best method. But, you know, you see, it's no coincidence there's a lot of Indian doctors and all this type of shit. Because they are getting the knowledge literally beat into them in some cases. And they grow up and use it. And you got... No, Dr. Suresh. Uh, Michael Jackson's engineer's laptop got stolen. And I guess that's a big deal because it has some songs and uh, unreleased songs and all this shit. And of course it's a big deal because it's some Michael Jackson type of shit. But the best part of the story is that they know who did it. Like, so that changed the whole story. Around. Like, it's not that it got stolen. It got taken for ransom. So it's like, how bad do you need these new Michael Jackson songs? How bad How bad do the world need these new Michael Jackson songs? So y'all, you, world, y'all better come up with a number. If y'all want to hear these new Michael Jackson songs. Man, that's a lot of power to have. Having a laptop full of unreleased Michael Jackson songs for leverage is like having, you know, footage of a, of you cross-dressing, getting a train ran on you by, you know, disabled veterans or some shit like that. So, I don't know. That's some mean shit to have there, that valuable piece of piece of property uh, yeah I think that's enough Jenny drop
Fully drudge that red my car. Fully drudge that red my car. I'm straight though. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. I was on the e-way pushing that home. Real NASCAR shit. Then we got, I gotta give me an FIT. I gotta give me a motherfucking FIT, y'all. See, by the hell is we got to go with never wreck. I'm on mama, I need me an FIT. I am gonna fed that piece of shit. I'm, I'm hitting a hundred on the e-way, y'all, and I just fucking wreck. Turn my video. Call somebody tell them come help check on their phone. Call the ambulance, call the tow truck. Somebody come help me, bruh. This weak ass car. This weak ass motherfucking car. I'm just glad I'm having I'm having skills and I'm still hurt. I'm still hurt. I'm still hurt. Video. Alright, this week on that time when, like I was saying earlier, I know how it feels to look good and smell bad. Because it was that one time I went to jail for three days, 72 hours, investigation or release. You know, I mean, and they decided to keep you or release you. And they released me. It was a Friday I went in, or a Thursday, one of them days I went in got out and I, the reason I look good and smell bad because I was going to the club or yeah so it must have been a Friday going to the cotton club I think so I got on my i never forget I got on my LL Cool J Euro Tims some Mecca jeans cargo uh, I mean work jeans or carpentry jeans a Mecca pullover probably a Mecca hoodie Um, yeah, maybe a hat. Probably a mega long sleeve t-shirt. I had a bunch of mega long sleeve t-shirts. Probably a mega long sleeve t-shirt. And I went in with that on Friday. With speeding, with no license plates, and driver and suspended license. Or fake plates, or expired, whatever the fuck they was. And I had to get out and be stinking like a motherfucker after three days of no shower, no deodorant, no water on my body at all. So now I'm catching a bus home because I guess I had bus fare when they took me in. They showed took my car. And I'm catching the bus home. And I just know I, I can smell me. So I know everybody else smell me, but people probably like, no. Nah. I'm like 19. I'm young, clean. This is Cleveland ain't like it's a homeless problem, so it ain't like it's it's not noticeable that somebody's stinking on the bus. So they like, nah, and I know it ain't him. I know it ain't him. No, it was me. It was me looking good and smelling bad. That time I went to jail for three days when I was nineteen. This week on Puddle Tracks, me and Shantae had to go up to the school again. Me and Shantae had to go up to the school because Shantae Jr. Jr. just, I don't know if y'all remember, but, you know, he just had, he got prosthetic thumbs because he was born without thumbs. And uh, he just learned how to pinch. And 
the teacher said he just he keep pinching everybody. It was cute at first, but now it started like he leaving little little tiny bruises on people. So we had to go up to the school and you know get him to calm down and not press charges. We've made it to the end of another episode. I hope it wasn't too long. Hope it kept y'all entertained. I hope you laughed. I hope you learned. And like I always say, if you cried, uh, I don't know exactly what I said that could have made you my bad or congratulations. Either way, um, first time Elmo's. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. I hope to have you back. Uh, everybody else, welcome back. Uh, it worked. The sharing, the, the word of mouth, however. We, we got to this point. It is working. Do it a little bit more. I appreciate y'all. Uh, share it. Tell somebody about it. Like it. Leave a comment. Five stars. All that shit they ask y'all and they ask us to tell y'all to do. Really appreciate all of that. And I'm about to let y'all get out of here, man. I know it's been a long episode. But before I let y'all go, it's always just one more thing. Um. 
Man, I remember when I was in high school. Not high school. That's way too too old. When I was in elementary school, I want to say fifth grade. I think that's the grade I was in. Maybe fourth. One of them grades. I remember maybe fourth. I remember reading or them talking about Martin Luther King getting shot. And I know y'all like, damn, man, we... Off Martin Luther King. No, we ain't. We about to be in Black History Month. Anyway, so I remember talking about Martin Luther King getting shot, and I remember thinking, "Oh, okay." And then that's when that's when racism stopped. That's when you know all the signs came down. They let everybody drink out to the fountains and use the bathrooms to sit at the counter, and all this shit. I thought happened overnight. Rosa Parks did the bus thing and okay, alright, they let us back on the bus. Everything was cool. I thought everything was cool. Man, I was so naive. It is not. It is fucked up still. The only difference between racism then and racism now is TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. Now, not only do you have to assume the motherfuckers is racist, They are telling you exactly how racist they are and showing you on videos. So, yep, nothing changed. Um, I want to say the music, but the way they sampling shit, not even really the music. Nothing has changed in the world of social interaction and, and race and class and all this shit, man. Say that to say, we really need this critical race theory shit. I, I saw it with, um, I saw a video. It was white people talking about how they're not proud to be white because that saying "proud to be white" is a is fundamentally different from "proud to be black" or any other oppressed heritage or race or culture right and with that combined with the video I saw of the little boy who wanted to get revenge on the people who killed on the white people who killed Martin Luther King for him to find out it was also white people that he was white and and he said well I'm not I'm not that kind of white those are bad whites and his mama said yeah bad whites that phrase, that sentence right there is the reason why critical race theory needs to be taught in school, in my opinion, because it's almost like the bad whites, quote unquote, have not been discussed in a proper fashion. And they saying they don't want the good whites like that kid aims to be to be to feel bad or guilty about what the bad whites did well well, they have to learn because we are reminded constantly what the bad whites did to us and continue to do so if they was to feel like that little boy and didn't want to do the stuff that the bad whites do that would literally change the world it starts with the with the kids, with the children. But they need to know why 
change needs to happen. Otherwise, shit won't change. Very simple. Very simple. Just like the words I leave y'all with every week, which I will get to right now so we can get out of here. Number one, do unto others. It really does help make the world a better place. Number two, count your blessings. That makes you a better person for being more appreciative of what you have instead of worrying about bullshit that you don't until the shit you have becomes shit you don't. And then you start worrying and panicking. That's when you need to do number three, serenity prayer. Control what you can't control. Don't worry about what you can't in so many words. Number four, don't take shit personal from motherfuckers in the streets because you don't know these people. Number five, stop worrying about what other motherfuckers think about what you have to do concerning your well-being, what makes you feel good. As long as you ain't hurting nobody, especially kids, do what the fuck you want to do, wear, listen to, eat, dress, cut your hair, wear, cut your, paint your shoes, wear your pants, the fuck how you want to wear your shit. The fuck is you worried about what somebody else going to say about what you're doing? And lastly, get high. Get really high. All the time to stay above the bullshit. We like to smoke by ourselves. Little tiny funds, we call them Meldricks. We don't share them, but we do is with a loved one. So feel important. If I share a blunt with you, I'll fuck with you heavy. So I guess that's enough for now, man. I feel good. It was a good episode, I think. Um, So until next week, man, be careful. Stay safe. Go Cavs. Go Browns. (laughs) Last week, I believe I didn't say go Browns. I felt really bad. We out.